You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Really on sports, Garbage Gannon, Mahomes vs. Hurts, What's Next, and Favre's a Fraud. Let's get it, baby. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome in to Brulion Sports Podcast on this Monday, February 13th, episode number 106. Not ideal circumstances. Both JD and I are are alive, and I, I don't even want to say well, but we're alive. um could could be worse uh no fines no duis um but not an eagles victory in the super bowl so there is a silver lining but i'm gonna i think i already know how you're doing but i'm gonna ask you anyway how how you doing my friend yeah i mean woke up this morning didn't have a hangover so that's pretty great everything was intact in my house so i didn't break anything so that's a huge plus i know you had said about you know you might break the tv did you break anything in your house I did not, uh, and maybe it was a sign from up above that I was going to go outside. I had an empty uh, Corona bottle, and there's a <laughs> uh, there's a brick wall a little bit down the road here from from where I live, and I was gonna, but it was torrential downpouring, which made things even more depressing. So it was almost like uh, tears from the sky uh, for the Eagles and in, in right here in Pennsylvania. But uh, I was unable to break that bottle. Uh, I did go out for this game, and I stepped out to the local watering hole as uh, Brent would say from 1420, check out the, the 1420 sports podcast, but giants fans absolutely giving me hell all night long. I uh, couldn't stand it. You know, I, I eventually chirped back because I just had enough. They were cheering harder for the chiefs than I think they would achieve, uh, cheer for the giants. So that speaks a lot to the, to their, uh, what, what they had going on. But um, yeah, it just was a frustrating night all around, man. Second, a game of two halves, that's for sure, and uh, we'll, we'll get into the analysis, but this was a winnable game, and, and uh, we let it slip. We, we let them off the hook, as, as Dennis Green would have said uh, back in the day on the Cardinals. So we let them off the hook, and it, and it sucks. Yeah, absolutely. 35 points, the most points scored by a losing team in Super Bowl history. Definitely depressing. The offense put up over 400 yards of total offense. Hurts, four total TDs. Yeah, he had that one crucial fumble. That was taken to the house uh, for a, a scoop and score tutty for the Chiefs. Special teams, when we needed them most, gave up that 65-yard punt return to Kadarius Tony. Maybe that's why Giants fans were happy because he actually can play <laughs> and the Giants effed up his career. But it was re-recuperated and uh, re-reimagined. And the word I'm looking for has re in it, but we'll go with recuperated and reimagined. 
right now reawakened that's still not the right word but too many words to know too much frustration to understand i can't even talk but it is what it is jonathan gannon absolutely unacceptable we know andy Reid is an offensive mastermind but the eagles offense puts up 35 points the chiefs made good halftime adjustments and gannon did not absolutely trash gannon did not it was it was sad 75 sacks in the regular season third most of all time and we couldn't get to Mahomes. And when we did, he scrambled out of the pocket. That supposed bum right ankle. I don't know what they did. I mean, he said that he didn't get any shots or take any painkillers at halftime, which is absurd. I told you he's a unicorn. Only a mythological creature of some sort would be able to to play the way he did with, with an injury like that. So absolutely ridiculous. You know, the refs had some bad calls at the end of that second quarter where they overturned that Devontae Smith catch, which I think was the NFL trying to make up for missing it in the Niners game, which honestly didn't really affect the outcome all that much in the Niners game. But real sad, man, just real sad. I know you've dogged on Gannon so much, and I want to hear your thoughts here. I'm expecting to have to, you know, (laughs) lower the computer volume so you don't bust out my eardrums here. But first of all, I do just want to say, so we don't sound like a bunch of salty, whiny Eagles fans, props to Patrick Mahomes. The guy's an incredible talent, best quarterback in the league. I hope he goes down to the best of NFL history, and we'll get to see, you know, go back and forth and and see what you think about the Chiefs maybe being the next evil dynasty. But yeah, much, much respect to them. If any team is going to beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I would have it be the Chiefs. But the fact that we had that game, you know, 24-14 in the first half and the adjustments weren't made on defense, which you've said that all year off and on. You said it would cost us a game. And go ahead, man. The floor is yours. I'm going to turn my uh, mic or my volume down here on my computer quick. <laughs> yeah, I bit my uh, – I'm not going to say I bit my tongue. I, I kept my composure last night. I very much wanted to break things and uh, and uh, just, you know, lose my mind a little bit because it, it was uh, – a. Like I said, it was a tale of two halves. And, you know, if you watch enough NFL football, you you know that in the second half, teams play differently than they do in the first. That's exactly what happened here. I mean, the Chiefs in the first half really couldn't get much going. Uh, I'll accept the fact that Kelsey got the the touchdown and the 80 yards uh, in the game. That's not egregious considering our linebackers. Uh, From a personnel standpoint, our linebackers are not the best in, in pass coverage. So, you know, not I'm not letting Gannon off the hook at all, even for a second. But I'll mention that that our our linebackers kept him. Yeah, and you did say in the first segment of I hope I'm wrong at the end of our last episode that the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were going to go off for about seventy to eighty yards with Kelsey. He did have eighty one yards, so a bit above uh, expectation there, just a tiny bit. But you were right, and we hoped you were wrong. So. That's definitely, definitely frustrating. Definitely agree, though, that the linebackers in coverage aren't the best. But Mahomes just got rid of that ball so quick. And Gannon had to scheme up something different. It's just Here, awful adjustments. Here's my thing, man. If we're going to get beat, let us get beat with a good game plan. The fact that you have two weeks to prepare for this game, you're you're in the NFL. This ain't no – this is not Pop Warner football, man. Like, get your, get your head out of your ass. Come, <laughs> come up with a game plan. Okay, if you start seeing the Chiefs run all these motions, have Maddox call, you know, have Maddox adjust the, the defense. Have a veteran like Darius Slay. All right, they're doing this. We got to do this real quick. Somebody's got to, there's got to be communication on defense because as soon as they were in the red zone, there's there's two opportunities. 
it was like we we're speaking Chinese to each other. Everybody's looking around. I mean, you got Jonathan Gannon over there, not even understanding what is going on. It's it's a meltdown unlike I've seen in a while. Of course, it happens to the Eagles, and I, that's not even sounding pessimistic. I've told you all year this was my biggest fear in the in in a moment where we needed our defense to make a play. It's the same thing, man. You go back to the Patriots Super Bowl. Brandon Graham had to get the strip sack, and then they still had that long bomb by Brady that magically fell to the turf. Like we were that close to going to overtime against the Patriots in the only Super Bowl we would have that we went on to win. And if the Patriots got that touchdown on that last play, you know the Patriots are going to overtime and winning that game. It's just it's that's how it always goes for us. So we get I'm reading here. Uh, Mahomes only completed eight passes in the first half. The Chiefs only ran 20 plays. I mean, even at the end of the game, the time of possession was far in our favor. Yeah. In the second half, Mahomes was 13 for 14 with two touchdowns, multiple big runs. They scored on all four of their second half possessions. That That is just – I know it's Mahomes. I know he's a unicorn. I, this, that, and the third. But at some point – look at it this way, man. We have one of the best pass rushers in NFL history, right? The Chiefs don't have one of the best offensive lines in history, and they found a way to neutralize us. We have a great defense, and yes, they have a good offense. Of, you know, one of the best quarterbacks probably ever, but that just shows the coaching isn't there because if you have at least comparable players on the other side, they should not be dominating you on every single possession in the second half. That's why Jonathan Gannon is a bum. That's why Jonathan Gannon sucks. That is why I will talk to Roach until my face turns blue and I will never back down from how I feel about this guy because the right defensive coach would have made the adjustments to win us the game. We have a 10-point lead, okay? The offense did everything for the most part right. That off that that fumble was terrible. Yes, there was one mistake, and you, you try your best not to make any mistakes against a team like that, but we bounced back right after that fumble. Jalen Hurts was over 71% in the game, completion percentage. He ran for plus. 70 yards like – Dude, you can't ask much more. And the defense, the back of the defense got broken repeatedly, repeatedly, every single second half drive. We couldn't – it's Mahomes looked like Lamar Jackson running the ball. He's juking people. I, the defense was worn out because they were on the field all the second half long because just Jonathan Gannon, stay in Arizona. Don't ever, ever step foot in the Philadelphia Eagles' Care complex again, please. <laughs> uh, I just can't do it, man. I We – we were we could taste our second Super Bowl, and it's like the waiter came to the table and they pulled that that plate right off from that from the from the table. They pulled it right out from under us because we can't make adjustments. And in the biggest moment, it showed that he is a shitty coach and he's subpar and he does not deserve to come back to this team. If we had just a comparable guy, if we had Steve Spagnola that the Chiefs had, we would have won this game. And you cannot convince me otherwise. That holding penalty at the very end was god-awful, and that's a ticky-tack penalty, and you cannot call that there. But we shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. And the reason we were in that position is because John Gannon is just inept. Can't stand it. Can't do it. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BELLYUPSPORTS at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, let me turn the 
the volume back up on my my computer here so that I, <laughs> that you wasn't know. too bad i could have i could have went harder no but... you were good you were good you didn't get real explicit uh my eardrums are okay uh so we're we're good here we're good here as far as that goes yeah man i, I don't really think i could add much to that you you summarize that pretty well in about three four minutes just the the ineptitude of of the defense and making changes and you can't put that on the players uh honestly yes that was an absolute dog crap call at the end by the refs you cannot call that even lebron james was upset about that one and yeah bradbury came out and said yes i held him you know i just hope the refs didn't call it but that pass was way off and when you're up you have 35 points on the board it shouldn't matter whether or not the refs make a bad call at the end of the game it really shouldn't flat out so i don't blame the refs uh, for that game primarily i think gannon takes 75 percent of the blame and the refs take 25 percent because that overturn in the second quarter on that obvious Devonte catch and people could fight me for it meet me at the logo uh, i don't care it's, it was a catch you know i admitted that the one against the niners was not so i have the you know had the cojones to come out and be like you know all right it wasn't a catch despite eagles fans gonna come at me and i have even bigger cojones now to say meet me at the logo mofos because i ain't Backing down from that, Dallas Cowboy fans, Giants fans, whatever. Unless you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, where are you at? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're staying at home. You're staying at home watching the Super Bowl. Here's the thing, too, man. You know, Roach and I had the conversation about how, you know, this defense is so good. We have so many sacks. Yes, we do. And we have the personnel to do so. When you have a guy on the other side like Andy Reid that that can scheme up all these pass protection for Mahomes, all these different packages, it showed, okay, the, the Chiefs are far and above. Like, they're a better coach team, and in the biggest moments, we didn't know what to do to make any adjustments. Like, it, it was dink and, dot and dump passes all second half long. Then they started incorporating the running game, which I told you, I worry about this run defense at times. That's been our Achilles heel all year. That's something they have to address in the offseason because it's already hard enough to stop Mahomes without a running game. And now the running game starts going crazy. 156 yards rushing, 6.8 yards uh, per carry, 117 yards after halftime. Like those are video game numbers. And it, it in a Super Bowl where your offense did nearly everything they could possibly do except for the turnover. I don't want to sound like a, a whiny baby or, or what have you, but it's just so defeating, man, because this was a game that was well within our reach. And as you well know, like who knows when we'll be back? I'm not one of these fans where it's like, oh, we'll be back next year. Like probably not. The odds are not in our favor. We play a really hard schedule. Cowboys are probably going to be just as good in the division. The stupid, ignorant Giants are probably going to be right there too. So it, it's – and I'm sorry to, to go out the Giants like that, but I, that that encounter with the fan last night really had me, you know, heated, and I'm still heated. So um, screw the Giants, screw the – screw all of them. Screw John and Gannon. We came up short, and and, and we – the thing is we, we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have come up short. Quez, we can talk about Quez Watkins too. I mean, there, there's so many things we could get into. First uh, roster cut. First roster cut is Quez Watkins. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I've complained about him. Off and on throughout this podcast, he drops that pass. It couldn't have been much more perfect. Drops that pass, which we ultimately settle for a field goal instead, where we probably are going to head, you know, head in for a touchdown. It's just there's so many like little things you can just pick apart. The defense, 
almost a lot of blame. I'll take away some of the rest percentages and put about 8% on Quez Watkins. So there you go. 75% Gannon, 8% Watkins. <laughs> and what's left? 17% on the refs. You know, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I'll say this. I mean, what, what we got, I think it was like a fourth round or fifth round pick for Jalen Rager. I think we could get something for him. Like I, I do think somebody's willing to take a risk on a guy that can absolutely outrun everybody, but has, uh, bricks for hands. He's awful though, man. He is Jalen Rager 2.0. I don't get it. Like I thought he would do something. I had belief in him going into this season. He is just utter, utter garbage. It's, it sucks. And, and that, that punt return coverage, I was like, dude, what is going on with this team? Like yeah. in the second half, we forgot how to play football. The offense. Yeah. We, you know, they did a couple of things, right. But even they only scored 11 points. Like it was just like, the second half started, and I don't know if we got too sure of ourselves and, and the refs and the adjustment. It was just – it sucks. It, it really does. And and there's so many things you can point the finger at, and, and it's just – it's never ending. And it's it's being an Eagles fan, man. You, you almost got to expect the wrong the, the things that go wrong in the biggest moments because we've, we've seen this time and time again where we dropped the one and four on Super Bowls now. It's just brutal. It, it's brutal. I'm trying to be honest, but it's brutal. Yeah, I mean, that's what we are here. Brutal and honest, brutally honest sports podcast. Quez Watkins, were, you know, in my mind, he's the first one to cut. Jonathan Gannon's gone. I hope he gets a head coaching job somewhere else. Like you said, stay in Arizona, you know, coach the Cardinals, work with crybaby Kyler, and <laughs> everything will be fine. They need to fix that turf on that field, too. That's absolutely unacceptable in the Super Bowl to have turf like that. Absolute garbage, dude. I, It just blows my mind. The NFL being a multi-billion dollar industry and they can't even get turf good enough to to have a solid footing game. And I mean, I know people trip over their own feet sometimes, but there are way too many things. You know, fans are dogging on it on Twitter and the announcers mentioned it at least once, if not two or three times. Just absolutely trash on the field. Uh, just utter embarrassment in my mind. You know, we talk about Quez Watkins. He'd be the first one I, you know, I would cut. Question for you here, you know, Miles Sanders, Pro Bowl year, he only carried the ball. Like, I think Gainwell had just as many carries as he did. You know, Sanders was practically non-existent. Is this kind of foreshadowing to the fact that we're going to cut Sanders? You think he's gone? Or are we going to give him a big contract? I mean, Jalen is due for hundreds of millions in the offseason. And can we really pay Sanders? I mean, Gainwell is on a cheap contract. You know, Boston Scott's there. He's doing his thing. What do you think? I think he's gone. Um, I did. I really liked Sanders. Um He's been a pretty solid. He's not a LaShawn McCoy, but he's been pretty solid, you know, for quite some time. But, you know, every once in a while you'll see you'll see his his hands. I don't know if he goes to the sideline, dips him in popcorn or what, but that <laughs> dude, has, he has a, a hell of a time hanging on to the ball at times. And you saw that here. They Obviously, they ruled that, that fumble an incomplete pass. But, I mean, if, if he turns the ball over there, that, that would have been absolutely crucial. I mean, that – to dig a hole for us even bigger at, at that point. But we talked about that a little bit in the regular season coming down the stretch. They started using him less. And then in the playoffs, you know, they used him here and there. But it's not like he was our featured back anymore. Like you could tell the workload's getting diversified to uh, to Gainwell, to Boston Scott. And I think they didn't want to use him anymore. They're going to tr- they try to keep him healthy maybe as a trade piece. I don't I don't know how that will exactly work. Maybe he'll just walk. But. They're, they'll go out and draft some kid from Alabama or Georgia or something like that 
or they'll bring in a, a cheap free agent, maybe a Kareem Hunt or something like that, and and we'll go forward like that. I I just I don't see him coming back. He he's he's replaceable. He's not like a superstar running back. He's not Derrick Henry or anything. So running backs are are expendable in this league, and I think he's a little younger than I am, maybe twenty five, uh, something like that. So. Once those guys get some miles on them, uh, no pun intended, Miles Sanders, um, <laughs> they uh, good. This is good. They they look to replace you. I mean, you know, you saw Le'Veon Bell back in the day. Steelers franchise tagged them how many times, and then that was pretty much the end of him. So like, there you can just go out and grab another running back. I think they're going to have to. They can't just rely on on Gainwell and Scott. But uh, yeah, he'll be gone. Quez Watkins can be gone. I would just love, love, love to see a mastermind defensive coach. Like, if I, I got to pay money out of my own pocket, I would go <laughs> as far as, like, bring Rex Ryan in here, get somebody that can absolutely just dominate on defense because our offense has arrived. We're only going to add to it. We have that Saints draft pick in the early first round. I don't know what we'll do with it, but the defense got to be addressed because that's what it lost us to the Super Bowl. And uh, just a little bit of breaking news before I give it back to my guy, J.D., I've been – rambling today but uh andy reed aka the cheeseburger uh is coming <laughs> back uh he is not retiring so i don't know if um you know that probably came out last night but regardless he'll uh he'll be back um good on him for getting the ring but i just there's a lot i could say that like i think we deserve to win this game and that's just that's just the way it is in my opinion but we didn't make enough plays yeah talk about villains of the story and the fact that for you know throughout the years there's been so many dynasties. You know, the Steelers had a dynasty, the Cowboys, the Redskins had their run. Obviously, you know the, the 49ers, obviously the 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 Patriots, which you know that's a whole other subject. But <laughs> do we have? And and here's the thing: like casual fans are going to watch games and just get tired of seeing the same team win, so they're going to watch it just to root against them. Do we have the next coming of Tom Brady and the Patriots? The thing that sucks is I love Mahomes and I love Andy Reid. Do we have evil villains being uh, brought up in Kansas City? Is Missouri the new place to to hate moving forward? What do you think, man? It's getting a little nauseating. I'll say that. Um, I think you know. And here we go back. We already go back to the rest with what I'm going to say. But <laughs> that's could, Tom could, Brady. That's Tom Brady's forte, man. The you could have made a case. You could have made a case that this would have been a, a Cincinnati Philadelphia Super Bowl based Should've on been. the uh, missed calls and and things like that in the AFC championship. So uh, Chiefs definitely, definitely are getting some luck. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're a great team. Mahomes is, is obviously all time great already, but it's hard to say the Chiefs are getting everything fair and square like other teams. I mean, I think Buffalo's gotten robbed a couple of times. Cincinnati more recently. It is a little bit like a villain, man. It's, I do like Andy Reid myself. I do like Mahomes myself, but I hate, seeing a team just dominate and win and win and win that that's just that's boring to me they turn into the villain very quickly uh they're kind of like the golden boys now i'll say this man and like i don't want to just become somebody that that bitches and moans and complains on the show but travis kelsey is an absolute nozzle to the full (laughs) he gets up on stage last night and he's like like, everybody doubted this shit everybody doubted it uh, nobody picked us to win. And I'm like, everything I've listened to, man, it was like 50-50 split on Chiefs-Eagles. There was no yeah. – like, Eagles were favored by Vegas by a point and a half, bro. Don't, yeah. don't get it twisted. Like, I get you're fired up, but 
dude, shut your mouth. You won the game. You, you had 80 yards against us. Like you did your thing and, and you won. So it's not, it's not your first ring. Just relax, bro. Your, your brother's better at his position than you are at yours. That's a hot take, but Ooh, I'm going yeah, to is... come out and say it. So when they're both in my mind, sure. Fire, fire hall of famers for sure. You know, no doubt about that in my mind. Travis Kelsey second now. I broke a tie with Gronkowski, I believe it was. He's now second to only the legend, the greatest wide receiver of all time, Jerry Rice, as far as career touchdowns go in the playoffs. So both of them surefire Hall of Famers. That's a hot take. I'm not even going to get into that with you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I don't mad, know. bro. I'm mad, bro. Like, you mad, bro? <laughs> I'm mad, bro. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So meet, meet Aaron at the logo if you got any issues with it. Brutally honest is our Twitter handle. You can send him all the angry DMs. If you send them to me, I'll probably just ignore them. So you're wasting your time. But yeah, send them all to Aaron. <laughs> Twitter handle at brutally honest. I know that a lot of people in general just weren't happy with the, the end of that game. I mean, LeBron James, he even put it this way. He said, I got no horse in the race, but you just can't make that call. You know, I know how much you dislike King James and and whatnot, but you know, I give him the respect that's due. It was a terrible call at the end of the game. You know, Bradbury said what he said, but when it comes down to it, again, it is what it is. So, you know, where do we move on from here? Uh, we we cut Quez Watkins. We let Miles Sanders walk. We hope to God Jonathan Gannon goes somewhere else. <laughs> um, and, I mean, we lo- if we lose Steichen too, I mean, that's tough. You know, we saw what happened when Sirianni turned over the play call on the Steichen two years ago. They started winning, you know, this year, phenomenal. You know, other than the game, few games, like the play calling was great. Jalen Hurts is, as long as he stays healthy, is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league for 10 plus years. You know, we very well could see this matchup again in the Super Bowl. I don't doubt it, man. The NFC just doesn't have it. The Cowboys, they just flop. It's just what they do. The Niners are a super uh, quarterback away. Can Brock Purdy bring him to the promised land? I don't think he can. Is Brock Purdy a solid quarterback? Yeah, definitely. But I mean, he's out for a year. What was it, Tommy John surgery he just had to have? Yeah, we'll uh, see if he's the same, right? Like, he right. might never be the same. Right. And Jimmy G, you know, they said he's gone. Trey Lance is just injury prone. I mean, who else is in the NFC? Up and coming Giants, can they handle what the Eagles got? No, not yet, honestly. I mean, they could get lucky and win a playoff game, but we saw what happened, you know, this year. Are they going to improve that much where they don't get blown out by like 30 something points? More than likely, no. You know what I mean? Like, Seattle, they're not going anywhere. It's the AFC is the most stacked conference. You know, I said it before. The AFC is stacked. Just Cincinnati, the Bills, and the Chiefs, those three teams, absolutely balling, you know, flat out. And you know, the Steelers could always make a comeback. They're a well-run organization. Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville, they made a statement. I mean, the Chargers always blow it at the end, but Justin Herbert. Baltimore. Yeah, like, yeah Baltimore. Either. Right. Here's something. Lamar Jackson, he could potentially be franchise tagged. And there are some rumors going around that some trade talk, probably a hot take, some trade talk that maybe the Ravens would be looking to accept offers for Lamar Jackson if they do franchise tag him. I know I had said after the the Baltimore Ravens won that, you know, do you even keep Jackson? Huntley played well. Probably just some rumors just because. But what do you think? Do you think they, you know, go with potentially a trade if you think about it? You know, they franchise tag him. Trade them, you know, two, three first round draft picks, get some wide receivers. It's a good class for wide receivers. Is there a chance the Baltimore Ravens, you know, dump dump Lamar Jackson? I knew the, the Jets up there, man. They they would give it, they would give whatever asked, I think, for Jackson if they can't get A Rod. 
Hey, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I mean, you can go as long you can you can think along the lines of, do we want to give this guy all this guaranteed money? Um, you know, he's yet to make, make a Super Bowl. You know, he's got the MVP and things like that. But if you're the Ravens, you're kind of in a, an interesting spot. You know, do you do you give it the bag to this guy or do you tag him and see what you can get? I mean, honestly. Their defense is stout. Like I think if the, I think if they played the Chiefs, they would have played better defensively than we did. So it's oh, easily. It's one of those things, man. Like I don't know what they where they go from here. Um, I would kind of like to see that just for the shakeup of the NFL. I mean, I want him to stay. If he went to like San Fran, I'd be terrified of that team. But I would uh I, I would love to see him like go somewhere else just to like, you know, mix up the NFL a little bit. I mean, he's been on the Ravens his whole career. Why not? you know, take him up to the Jets with all those weapons with a but an equally as poor offensive line, if not worse. But yeah, I would love to see it. Um if I'm the Ravens, I definitely shop him around. If I can get if I can get three first round picks for him, I'd heavily consider it just because who knows how durable these guys are too. Like he plays the game at a you know, he's been banged up at the end of the last two seasons and right. he's constantly running for his life getting hit constantly so yeah i'm not sure i they probably don't trade him but I, I thought it was a cool take and like i said i because i had called it weeks ago that maybe they would trade him it just made me feel good that a couple of people are throwing out there that have more clout than i do at this point i'm not a pro analyst at this point but hey never know we gotta, we gotta do what we gotta do man we're, we're doing big things here brutally on a sports podcast see where we're going man just signed up to be part of belly up sports network so that's really exciting. This is the first episode where we're with them. So that's why you heard the spot at the beginning of the episode. We're now with these guys. So definitely appreciate all the support we have so far. We're looking to just grow our reach. Still working on the rebrands, taking a little longer than expected. But when that happens, you know, we're starting to put stuff on YouTube. We're going to continue to do that. Really on a sports podcast. You give us a follow on YouTube. That would be great. Check out the, the videos that we do post, you know, share it with your friends. We're going to have a Facebook page pretty soon once the, the rebrand is done. Try to get into TikTok and Instagram a little bit. So just trying to expand, trying to get better, trying to get you know further reach. But speaking of uh, further reach or maybe control, uh, Derek Carr has said that he is not going to waive his no trade clause. You know, he had visited with the Saints and he's not going to waive the no trade clause. He's going to force them to cut him, which I think is absolutely hilarious. Like Las Vegas playing the odds and got screwed. Um, the house doesn't always win in this case. So <laughs> Derek, do you think he goes and signs with the saints? I know his name has been floated around to the jets. His name is, you know, the Carolina Panthers, all these you know, Indianapolis Colts. Where do you think our man Derek Carr ultimately, ultimately lands? And I want to say this first, because if he doesn't land with a, a good team that treats him right, man, I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys I'm, I'm just pissed off <laughs> tend to get a little you know i'm sorry for getting emotional i'm pissed off but That's uh aaron, aaron last night after the super bowl <laughs> Ro roach called me he's usually on our monday shows if you guys have been following us roach called me and i've never heard that man so dejected in the three years i've known him i i'm really it was sad it was really sad i mean all those eagles fans are upset or sad but that, that poor fella that poor fella right there so where's our man Derek Carr? Where's he gonna land, bro? Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. I don't 
I hope for his sake he goes to a decent franchise. I mean, I think he's never really had a defense with the Raiders. He's had some great years, I think. I don't know. I see. What do you do? You think Rodgers goes to the Jets? Like, what do you think there? And then I'll then I'll come back with my answer. It's possible, man. It's possible. I think Rodgers is going to wait till the last second just because Aaron Rodgers likes to do that. Maybe after his four day journey in the darkness, some enlightenment will come <laughs> and some little, you know, feather will float down and land on his shoulder in the darkness. And he'll be like, oh, I need to fly to the Jets. You see how I did that? <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> That's something he would do. That's, that yeah, sounds exactly anyway. how it's going to happen. Anyway, so I, I don't know, bro. I, I'm sure that's something we're going to have to talk about being a sports podcast throughout the year, which I'm not looking forward to because he's, like, he's just such an annoying person to deal with. <laughs> Honestly, like, it's like, dude, he has some great sound bites. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, talk about, I don't know, prima donna type. Aaron Rodgers is, is the president of the Aaron Rodgers fan club. Like, would you yeah, say that? Right. Well, Pat McAfee's not far behind, dude. Like, he loves, yeah, it, he loves it, it helps his numbers, man. It, that's what that is. It helps his his view count and his numbers. So it it all it all works out. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers doesn't go on any other like podcasts or anything like that because they know they'll, they'll ask him hard questions and not these softball questions that McAfee <laughs> asks him. But not trying to uh, shit on our guy Patty Patty McAfee, but you know he know it's all part of the game. So. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about some Pat McAfee here right after this because there's some wild stuff going on there for sure. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, so um, I guess to to answer your question, I didn't fully answer it. Uh, we'll just say for sake of argument, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and the Jordan Love era starts in in Green Bay. Where does Carr end end up? Okay, all right. So the Jets are off the board because I I do think that's a poss- a good possibility for Carr. Um, I don't think he goes to Carolina. <sighs> Frank Reich though I do I do like Frank Reich I still I still think they're pretty far away from winning um maybe not so kind of rambling here I I'll, I'll go Saints why not it's a little bit different you know they don't really have any solution at quarterback I mean if Andy Dalton at whatever 38 45 years old whatever he is uh is your best <laughs> solution that's not a that's not a position you want to be in you got Taysom Hill who one drive he's playing tight end, one drive he's playing quarterback. It's it's just all over the place. And then Jameis Winston is is Jamie Winston. So I don't know. I, I think Derek Carr, Derek Carr ends up as a uh, as a saint. And as much as he loves the silver and black, he's had enough of it. And I can I can understand that. He's not one of these these NBA crybabies like Kyrie that leaves in two or three years. He's stuck it out. He's been through the worst of the worst with that franchise and. And Josh McDaniels kind of completely threw him to the side and, and threw him to the wayside because, you know, to t- to start his guy, Jared Stidham. I mean, come on, man, really. But he, I think he threw him to the side because he wanted Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's now in retirement at this point in time, but I would not be surprised if he comes out and plays for Sin City next year. It just seems oh. like a fitting, a fitting thing to do. But, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I just wanted to throw a few, you know, Super Bowl stats out there, uh, positives for the Eagles. You know, J- Jalen Hurts with three rushing touchdowns, NFL record for rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl by a quarterback. So, you know, that was pretty cool. I mean, shout out to Mahomes, first player in, since 1999 when Kurt Warner did it to win the MVP during the regular season and to win the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, one could argue that the Super Bowl MVP should go to Jonathan Gannon. 
Um, they can, <laughs> he should just, you know, hand that over and be like, yeah, you're the real MVP as to why we won. But anyway, you know, shout out to Mahomes for doing that. Definitely. Like I said, if the Chiefs or the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, the, the team to beat them would be the Chiefs. And, and you know, it is what it is. So a few stats there just wanted to throw out. Um, I think we did a good job analyzing the game without whining too much. I'll ask you a real quick, a real quick hitter, man. Uh, when did you see Sirianni tearing up during the uh, the national anthem? I did. Yeah, you, I mean, he more than teared up. There were tears going down his face, man. That respect, respect, respect for that. And I don't want to come off in, in the wrong, the wrong way here, but I think those initial tears were probably, you know, either he's he's super excited to be there, like he can't believe he's in this, you know, all that type of thing, just getting to him, and then I think when it started really streaming was he was like, Oh my God, John again is my defensive coordinator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that's when reality set in like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean? bro, that, that's the perfect way to cap talking about, about that loss. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Mickey Anyways. D's bro. I'm loving it. That, that was perfect. That's perfect. So respect to the flag, the moment, and then the realization <laughs> that he has to, out coach both the chiefs and and jonathan gannon is the is the coordinator it's just too it's just too much that's a lot on his plate that's a lot yeah really i mean that's a big plate and he's not even a, an offensive lineman you know they, they're they the guys who eat the most so just... <laughs> jeez man i love it i love it anyway uh talk about pat mcafee we're gonna talk about another legendary quarterback and not for all the right reasons brett Favre. He's a he's a fraud. He's a failure. He's a f up, bro. <laughs> Mississippi <sighs> cheating him out of almost five million, but around five million dollars of, of like welfare money meant to help the poor to go to. I forget what kind of stadium was it. Like I got so ticked when I heard about it. It was some sort of sports stadium. You know, there were text messages that, from him and other people. You know, saying like, "Oh, you know, am I going to get caught?" Type thing. And let me put it out in this show in case this blows up allegedly this is what happens disclaimer allegedly because as a reporter we're supposed to say allegedly so brett Favre is suing pat mcafee and our man shannon sharp for defamation of character and he's probably gonna be paying his lawyers about as much as he stole from from the state of mississippi and their folks there the pat mcafee show the way Pat handled that was absolutely hilarious. One of the funniest things he said was, you know, they wanted him to issue an apology. And he's like, my wife started laughing when she heard that because she knows better than anyone that I'm bad at apologizing. <laughs> like, it was just too funny. And and they just they just like made fun of it completely. I mean, Pat's like, we'll see you in court, bud. They give, you know, a, a clap. They're like, you know, you made it when you get sued by Brett Favre and, and everything like that. And. Shannon Sharp, you know, oh my gosh. Give me give me the rundown, dude. Green Bay, just one asshole to another asshole. Hopefully Jordan Love's not the third asshole in a row. <laughs> it's a play from them. What do you think? It's a shame, man. I really did. I, I was a Favre guy through and through when he played. Even after he left Green Bay, I was like, man, I root for this guy. Like he he's just he's the the game he played right after his father passed away. I mean, he absolutely lit it up. Yeah. And, He's just, he was a warrior. Like he was an absolute just guy got absolutely almost killed by the saints, which is part of the reason I will forever hate the saints franchise is they put a bounty on people. They were trying to kill him in that game and take his head off. And he just continued to 
stay in there and, and sling the rock around. That was way before they started calling all these ticky tack roughing the passer calls. He probably would still be playing if he played in this <laughs> era. So as a player, man, I was a big, big Favre guy. I just I really liked what he brought to the table and and everything else. But first, you had that whole scandal with the the uh, the Jets woman with the pictures and everything else. Who knows what really happened there? Uh, and now the welfare thing. Um, that welfare thing doesn't look very good for him. Not at I all. mean, usually where there's smoke, there's fire, unfortunately, and that's what it looks like in, in this situation. So, uh, I didn't catch that McAfee thing. That's that's pretty hilarious. I I would love to see like the actual court footage. I don't think that you can watch court footage. That's one of those things. It's it's confidential or whatever. But um, just Pat McAfee versus Brett Favre. I mean, that's that's a matchup for the ages as far as personalities are concerned. You right. got the good old the good old boy Brett Favre. Maybe he'll show up in his Wrangler jeans. I hope he does. And then you got you got McAfee and the wife beater in the gold chain. Like, can you imagine that that <laughs> whole like that would just that would they should go on Judge Judy is what they should do. That would be <laughs> must see must see television. I'll, Shannon, I'll tune in. Shannon Sharp, you know, looking fresh with the nice suit and everything. Just the Hennessy bottle there. and the black and mild. Dude, dude talk about a just. I don't want to say the terrible trio. Just like oh, just that's hilarious. Like not a terrible trio. Just you know, the T came to mind. Just that. Oh man, that that <laughs> would be odd. Talk about one personality to another to a to another man. You, you got Wrangler down south, and you got the you know the the white collar. You know, hardworking man, getting getting his time in at the office, having to deal with Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, and, and then you got you know redneck wife beater, trailer trash look with Pat McAfee. <laughs> I know I love Pat. I'm just saying, <laughs> just the, the combination of looks would be would be priceless, man. I get a poster with that if they're all standing next to each other, bro. I'll throw that poster in the back right here, man. I got a white. You know, we're not doing all video at this point in time, but got a white wall behind me. I, I'll throw a big old poster. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get someone to make it for me. I just want a picture of Pat McAfee and his beater, Brett Favre in his Wrangler jeans, and then Shannon Sharp looking sharp, <laughs> no pun intended, looking <laughs> sharp in his suit. And I'm just going to throw that sucker behind me. Um, I love that know. idea. <laughs> I was actually talking to you. I have some Sports Illustrated for Kids posters somewhere, and I think, like, from like 20 years ago dude and i think i got like a shack poster stuff like that i, I might still have my kobe when i throw those up behind me dude that'd be cool that'd be cool but a if i collage, can't find those, get a little collage going on yeah yeah if i can't find those maybe i'll have to find someone who's willing to make that that shannon sharp brett Favre, pat McAfee <laughs> uh collage for me there so <laughs> loving it loving it dude that's absolutely hilarious uh if if you were judge judy and this is this gonna sound weird so we, we can call you something else judge uh jackson we'll go with that or or judge um justice or something like that you know hey that's, a, like that's that. an oxy that's an oxymoron judge justice <laughs> but uh what were your what would your opening comments be to the court as brett Favre walks in and his in his wranglers i'd be like get your as T.O. said back in the day, get your popcorn ready. I mean, this is going to be a fireworks show like no other. So uh, Judge Judy is uh, is a hard ass, honestly. So she might be like, you know, if there's any joking or back. I, I could see Pat McAfee making it a little bit of a loose environment just because of the way he is. So I don't think she would stand for that. And and not that it would work in Favre's favor, but I, I think it would be very like, all right, let's get to the point. Um McAfee would probably say, I'm, I'm no reason to apologize, this and that. And then Brett Favre would 
go at him with everything that he think is wrong, but I would love to see like how the, the interactions would go because it would just be such a like fiasco uh, of the ages. And a lot of people look at Brett Favre as a good dude. And it's harder and harder to think that way with, with these allegations. I, like I said, where there's smoke, there's usual fire, but you know, we don't know more than the next guy, what the real story is here. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll find out as things go forward. I think that's going to be a fun, fun story to to cover here on the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. There's, there's going to be plenty of brutal takes on that. <laughs> so my man, Pat McAfee, shout out to him, AJ Hawk on the Pat McAfee show, the PMS show, as they, ha- they have it labeled there. So AJ Hawk, AJ Hawk. <laughs> AJ Hawk smoking a stogie, you know, ex Packer. <laughs> so I'm sure he'll have they'll have plenty of fun things to say as, as the court date gets closer. So good last there, man. So it's good to laugh after a depressing, upsetting Super Bowl, just to, to end with some good laughs. Do you have anything else to say here, man, for this, this episode 106 on the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast? I'll say this, um, and now I sound really like a negative Nancy again, but I didn't think the commercials, like not that we really touched on that, but usually the Super Bowl commercials are a topic of discussion. I didn't really find any uh, commercials to be, you know, overwhelmingly great. I'll say that. I think they were – you know, there were a couple here and there, but I can't even think of like, you know, three or four off the top of my head that I remember too well. Yeah, I was busy pacing most of the time during the commercial, <laughs> so I honestly didn't see it. Actually, I do want to touch super fast. Uh, Rihanna in the halftime show. Clearly, she's not afraid of heights as she came descending in on that platform, announcing to the world she is pregnant with her second child. So congratulations to her. And uh, what is it, ASAP Rocky or I think is her her ASAP Rocky, dad. man. Uh, I don't want to say baby dad because it sounds disrespectful. Her boyfriend, <laughs> you know, congratulations to them on, you know, for their second child. But what do you think of the show, man? I mean, she lip singing like, the, you know, it was cool with the platforms. They just had so much potential and like they should have brought in some of the, you know, the guests that she sang those songs with. But I think honestly, it was made. They made the show to be all about her because, you know, they had last year where they had Snoop Dogg and Eminem and 50 Cent, you know, like so it's like and they can't bring on some of those rappers to be there with Rihanna. They had to make it all about her. So what did you think of the show real quick? I, I liked it, man. I, I know it came with a lot of, uh, you know, it's always one of those things where people have an opinion on it, like good, bad, or indifferent. It's such a like uh, polarizing thing. The halftime show at the Super Bowl. It's, it's such an event, but I thought it was pretty good. I, I definitely I'm with you on the whole lip sync. Like there was a massive amount of lip sync and, I know a lot of artists are like that, um, so it is. I'm not gonna say it is what it is, but um, that that's that's kind of commonplace nowadays. I'll say it like that. So I was a little bit pissed off about that, <laughs> but no, no. In all seriousness, I I liked it. I I like Rihanna. I think she's a cool like artist. I, a lot of the songs are like just you know when I was listening to our local radio station here is FM 97. All of her hits were just on nonstop. So I I recognize a lot of her hits. Um, She's cool. She's like, I can, I like her a lot more than like a Beyonce or like, uh, I don't even know who else is comparable to, to her, like what she does, but I I liked it. I wasn't like blown away, but I, I like her music and I like her sound. So I've always been like, Oh, she's cool. Like I can, I can rock with that. And I like the the how she was a million feet up in the air. I mean, every year they're trying to do like crazier stuff. Like last year with the, you know, they were in a bo- all those boxes that were a house basically with the yeah, rappers and things. So dope. it's 
it's getting uh, a little bit crazier and crazier. I, I remember the weekend a couple of years ago. I really liked that one myself. But yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to get the research department on it right now. Um, I don't know who the halftime show performer is next year or if it's released. Yeah, I'm not sure. I honestly don't typically follow that kind of thing. Um, I guess now moving forward, I guess I should, considering we're, you know, we talk about sports and, <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> this is about, I think this is actually my 30th episode with with the podcast. So definitely not the, the results we wanted for a 30th episode. But overall, still an enjoyable time here. Always enjoy talking with you, Aaron. I do want to bring out one more thing. I know I mentioned wrapping up the show, but we did our standout stud of the week and our shit show of the week. Uh, during the NFL season, I think that's probably something that we'll we'll carry on as we talk about some baseball and probably some NBA moving forward. But I'm just gonna hit you with this: Who is your standout stud of the NFL season? And then who? So you're basically your MVP or a guy who just didn't get enough credit at all. And then who's your shit show of the NFL season? I I gotta keep it with the birds on both of them, man. Only because. Especially for the standout stud, it it's it was unexpected to me. I think Jalen Hurts got to be the standout stud. Like Mahomes, you knew it would be a stand. Like he's he's Mahomes. So right. Uh, for Jalen Hurts to come in, you know, after a a really bad playoff game against Tampa last year, and just light the world on fire. You know, they start out what was it eight and zero, nine and zero, or something like that at one point, and just just dominating. You know, um, it, it's amazing his progression as a passer, as a, as a pocket passer, as a guy that can just make pretty much every throw. I look for him to continue that next year. And, and I'm excited to see where this team can go, but yeah, on, on the flip side, a guy that's been a shit show his entire life. I'll say it like that. It, oh. John, Jonathan Gannon, man. It all goes back. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta keep it a hundred. As the kids say, I gotta keep it a buck. Uh, he is a, it's an atrocity, and I hope, hope he gets a coaching job. And and everybody else will see what I've been seeing since day one. And it's time for him to go. It's time for us to get a defensive actual mastermind in here that's that's been there, done that. And yeah, he he let us down in the biggest moment. This was ultimately, you know, ultimately this was probably the best team in football roster construction and, and everything else. And, and we got let down by our defense and, and by our defensive coordinator. So yeah, it's a, it's a homeboy thing, Homer thing to say as far as, uh, you know, both, both people being on the Eagles, but that's how I feel right now. And, and that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about this season, I'm sure in, in the next week or so, and just, you know, all the things that transpired and, and what we think is going to, going to happen going forward. But John again, and shit show of the century and Jalen hurts. <laughs> Is the uh, standout stud? If if I was gonna put money on it, I would have gotten my, you know my bet and some back to because I could figure out who you're gonna go with for each hands down. But my standout stud of the year got to go to my man Josh Jacobs playing mm. in a dysfunctional you know like place in, in Oakland or geez Oakland. Here I am, man, in Las <laughs> Vegas, leading the league in rushing over 1,600 yards rushing, 12 touchdowns, playing for a poor team. I mean, they had to throw the ball a lot. I just got to give it to Jacobs. You know, he was written off by a lot of people and the man just winning the Russian title, the man just went off. So standout stud played on an abysmal team overall, but got to give it to Josh Jacobs doing his thing out there, out there in Vegas shit show. 
I've dogged on this man over and over and over. Got to go with Zach Wilson. He cost the Jets playoffs. Not that they would have probably made it past the powerhouse Bills, Chiefs, and or, you know, Bengals, but Zach Wilson, shit show of the year. Guy should go back and start playing golf with Sam Darnold, as I've said before. GTFO, son. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers likes you. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to win the big game again ever. So he ain't going to train you to do anything other than get MVPs and flop in the playoffs. That's my hot take. Shit show of the year. Zach Wilson. Hey, no Cowboy hate whatsoever here. I'm not, you know, I didn't pick anyone in the Cowboys, not the Giants. <laughs> I stayed out of the division, man. I stayed out of the division completely. But, you know, we're, we're going to go with that. Zach Wilson, shit show of the year and standout stud. Got to go with JJ, Josh Jacobs. Speaking of JJ, man, I wish JJ Watt would have got a Super Bowl, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So, <laughs> what, what about our man uh, JJ Ortega Whiteside? How about that one, <laughs> bro? Talk about another busted receiver. I, I don't even. I don't even want to think about it. If we could get the picks back for the blown receivers that we drafted, I mean, Devontae Smith was a, a home run, and he makes up for Ortega Whiteside. But Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson is going to haunt me and until until I hit the grave, honestly. So <laughs> but, man, let's wrap up this Super Bowl show. Birdland <laughs> Sports Podcast having a lot of fun here. Appreciate yeah, Aaron coming on. I know we were we were debating on uh waiting until tomorrow until things cooled off to uh record this show, but had to do it, had to bring it back for you guys. And really excited what we're gonna be doing here with the Belly Up Sports Network. So check them out on Twitter as well. Who are we shouting out here, Aaron? Yeah, of course. Excited to partner up with Belly Up, like like you just said there. I mean, that excited to get to working with those guys and, and see where we can take this podcast, hopefully to the moon and back. So uh, definitely a shout out 1420. I'm sure 1420 Dave is going to is going to give me something at some point about the Eagles dropping that that Super Bowl. But definitely okay. check out the, check out their uh, their podcast. They do a great job, you know, week in and week out. And they have a bunch of different shows. So. Something for everybody there. Uh, check out a fan of the van, Jim, over there. He does uh, a lot of hot takes and and a lot, a lot of uh, spirited debates, pretty much with his his listeners. Not he, you know he does a solo show, but <laughs> definitely check him out and uh, and level the playing field as well. Um, they'll all I'm sure have a great uh, Super Bowl breakdown and and if you listen to us, you'll you'll enjoy what what they do as well. Yeah, check out we like sports. That's sports with a Z. We like sports podcast. Check them out on Twitter. They have a good podcast going there. They write a lot of short sports articles about a bunch of different topics from hockey to, to fighting um, to football, baseball. They got it all over there. So check those guys out. It's a well put together uh, website, well put together Twitter page and, and a good show. So check those guys out. Check us out on Twitter. I've already plugged it two times. Let's go for a third time to charm but at brutally honest. That's honest. Without the T, brutally honest, because Twitter won't give us the T. So check us out. Send us your love. Send us your hate. We don't really care. We want to hear from you guys. Please uh, rate us on on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening. If you don't mind, share this with your friends, your family. I'm going to say anyway, fly, Eagles fly. Next year, 2024, we're going to be bringing you a show with some excitement. Let's go. Anyway, y'all have a good week. We'll catch you on Friday. <laughs>